One Idiot's Attempt at Starting a Value for Value Podcast. Welcome everyone to your one-stop shop for everything value for value. This is the weekly podcast where I, Kyron, host of the Mere Models and Mere Models book reviews, dive deeper into other people's episode shows and see how that they are implementing the value for value model into their own works of art, their creations, and what we can learn from it. So typically I pick a show which is using it in some unique way, some different way, and I'll do a little bit of a, a highlight and expose. And today we have one called Podcasting for value and so make sure to put the four in it so it's not f-o-r but the number four and this is hosted by joshua dennis i'm gonna quickly jump to his website and uh, read what he says from there and (laughs) you might have already heard it one idiot's attempt at starting a value for value podcast and that's pretty much it it's a pretty basic plain website and i would say that's actually kind of what this show is all about it's it's really doing the basic necessary stuff to getting a podcast off of the ground and somewhat, as you'd suggest from the title and and learn from the title, the podcasting for value. So how he uh, implements his show and and does it in a value for value way. So kind of very similar to this in, in one way, but in another way, it is completely different. So what he really tries to do is explain how to get a, a show off of the ground in particular, using more the self-hosting method, more explaining the tags and things like that. So he'll be going into stuff which I have no idea of. So even just for his little blog on his website, for example, has titles such as uh, a markdown post with a svelte component, syntax highlighting with MDSVEX, automatic headlighting links in MDSVEX. So he's definitely more on the side of understanding i guess the the tech and coding behind these things where whereas i'm for example nowhere near that level so josh does this uh usually on a weekly slash fortnightly basis since around january 2022 so he's up to 19 episodes at the moment and uh, these are typically about 20 to 30 minutes long and it's usually only just him in it. So he'll start off with an intro. The main sections that he has is editing Enclave. So this is talking about uh, you know, recording the audio and uh, what, what sort of programs that he will use. Uh, he's very into open source and things like that. So there's so many different methods and things that he does. Uh, blah, 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 which is uh, typically where he'll go on maybe a little bit of a rant of a problem that he was having, how he solved it, how he fixed it. Uh, uh, I think there's one which was about the sort of namespace stuff. I can't remember exactly what that's called. And then value for value typically right at the end. Uh, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a taste of one of his episodes. So this was around the three minute mark, three minute 18 from episode 17. And this was after he'd left his laptop elsewhere. And so was having to use another laptop to uh, produce the episode for that week. And so some of the problems and things that he was solving and slash finding and how he was going about that. And those are all open source software. So there is no searching for an activation key or going through the hassle of getting Windows up and running with, with said key or anything like that or, you know, finding copies of... <clears throat> the software it's all readily downloadable or installable from the operating systems software manager which if you've never used linux or 
uh, Linux Mint is be- based on Ubuntu, which is based on Debian, blah, blah, blah. Debian is one of the oldest and most stable Linux distributions, just uh, Linux operating systems that are out there. And so Linux Mint builds on top of those and it has a software manager, which you can do a search for whatever software you're looking for. And if it's available in the manager, you just click install and then it installs. If you haven't tried Linux, I would I would recommend putting it on an old laptop or whatever else you can find, Raspberry Pi, any sort of computer, desktop computer as well, and just give it a try. I mean, I'd recommend Linux Mint for anybody, but especially for a beginner. I mean, if you know how to use Windows or the iOS or Mac, um, whatever they call it on their laptops. So there we go. There's probably about 18 different words in that small section, which I I somewhat know, but I have never particularly used myself and and things like that. So he's full of all all these type of useful tips and tricks and, you know, where beginners should maybe start admits himself in other episodes how he uses Google a lot to try and find the answers and 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 things like this. So it's really good if you're interested in getting a podcast up and running from the ground, uh, someone who's get, doing it from scratch. He'd been on podcasts before, but he'd never hosted one and things like that. So from episode one through to 19, it's all about his experiences doing this. I'm going to go into his value-for-value implementation and how he typically goes about this. I've noticed he usually puts this at the end. This is kind of a standard behavior from from most people if your show is... um, Actually, you know what? I take that back. I have seen it uh, all over the place. Some people do it in the middle. Some people do it at the start. He does it at the end. Um, But he's not afraid of also using his uh, boostergrams as like a a source material and whatnot. So... um, his show is designed for explaining and how how to get up and running through a sort of semi-self-hosting and also implementing these tags. So he's very good at explaining, okay, you know, the value tag is this, this is what it does, um, which is some things like, like I kind of know this stuff, but I've never particularly talked about it elsewhere because, you know, people aren't tuning into my show to find out how to podcast. They're, they're more tuned in for, you know, <laughs> God knows why they tune into the mere mortals. There's a lot of random crap that goes on in there. But, you know, they're, they're along for the journey. It's it's fun. So uh, in this section I'm going to play right now, this is his um, boostergram section, I guess, and how he uses this to, to turn into to source material. So um, this is from around the 14-minute mark of episode 19 grams here or the the boosts here um i received 2222 sats from the mere mortals podcast and so in the in the the parlance of our podcasting 2.0 that would be considered a row of ducks so thank you mere mortals podcast and they i think it's probably chiron who who wrote the boostergram and it, and it says it's interesting to see your progression of adding more and more functions to the podcast. Josh has made me more motivated to get my podcast more up to scratch and great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, getting boostergrams with messages and questions has certainly motivated me as well. Like this is, I was more excited to do this podcast than I was for the last few for sure just because of the interaction and it makes it so much more easy so much more easier so much easier so much easier would probably be the way to say that so much easier than 
or it makes it easier because it just adds the con- adds content and and I I do very much appreciate it. And then there was an anonymous which I don't know if, if you can even put boostergrams through Podverse, but Podverse is an or no, sorry, that's not Podverse. That's Podfriend. So 500 sats from Podfriend from I don't know who. That was 6 hours ago. So I appreciate that as well whoever you are. Um now nah, that's that's great. So that's three three boosts since the last episode. So we're we're breaking records here and I'm excited about that for sure. So a couple of things jump out at me from there. One, he does a good job of explaining what the numerology is. People new coming into this might not know why 2222 is a row of ducks. I mean, I suppose he could have also explained that the two looks like a duck from the sideways point of view, hence the row of ducks. The next one is the noticing that the boostergrams are increasing. I've noticed this myself on my shows. The more you go on it, the more consistent you get. It's it's a it's kind of growing in a way. So it's not it's not a dying medium. It's people are getting more interested in it. Uh, and you might think like, why the hell would people be more interested in sending money through your way? But you know, if you've done the value for value model long enough, you'll start to understand why it is not only important for for you, but also for them. Like they get something out of it. I got something out of sending him that boostergram and it makes me feel good, makes him feel good. Everyone feels good of it. So it's not a a method which is, you know, slowly dying on the grapevine sort of thing. It's like, this is where the cool people are hanging out. <laughs> uh, the last one was just his noticing and highlighting of the the interaction part. People get back to you. It's It's just... There's nothing like receiving these these feedback because I've tried it. I tried it for ages, for fucking ages with my shows of getting some sort of feedback and reactions and comments and, you know, you're begging people like, please, please message me something and you just get nothing. Um, and what diving into the value for value world is is really enabling is these messages and, you know, it's, it's not the amount particularly especially when you're a small podcaster like me or him but it's it's the it's the time that someone has taken to send the message and it's also the medium they've done it in the actual app like it's just so much easier for them so it's removing those barriers for them actually being able to send a message because you'd probably do it more often on tons of different things but it's that hassle of getting out your phone Scan, do I need to scan this thing? Oh, crap, I need to go to a different app. What's their email again? Oh, they said it. They didn't write it down anywhere. How am I meant to copy it? So all of that goes on. And this is just a brilliantly simple, easy way, intuitive way of messaging and, and getting in contact with the person that whose content you're consuming and, and really like to. So I'm going to get into my last section here on, on uh, the Podcasting for Value, Josh's show, and talking about something unique that he does. Now, <clears throat> I had written down in my notes here for to go to around about the 19-minute mark of episode 18, but unfortunately, I was having some troubles with that, and this is actually to do with his show. So the sort of unique part is really uh, what he's, he's actually doing with his show. So he's hosting his, his podcast through IPFS Podcasting, which is the interplanetary file system. It's a way of distributing... Uh, online 
digital content in a way where it's not centralized and so many different nodes can host it and so you won't ever have a complete server go down and then you know the website is down or things like that so it's cool a very interesting idea but what people have noticed is it's not prime time ready it it struggles and it struggles loading audio because i'm here in australia the closest node that he has uh i think he said there was five or six nodes hosting his is in vancouver canada where he's from and then you know that is just causing issues so i can't actually play this clip but it kind of ties in with the unique part which is if you want someone doing something really kind of on the edge and and playing around with stuff which is going to break and is okay with that, you know, this is the guy to kind of learn from because that the value of someone doing that is is pretty unique and it's uh, it's really nice to, to see that there's people out there who are experimenting and doing that and that, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's just people different from me who are like, ah, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, t- I'll put my toes in the water, but I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I'm not full running with the scissors. I'm, I'm doing like a kind of, medium shuffle <laughs> so that's really cool that he's he's doing that so you know you could maybe even call him a runny with, with sixes maxi and in that particular section he was explaining his experiences of of chatting with other people about value for value in real life which i think is a a nice thing to to mention as well because it is different doing it online versus you know trying to tell a friend or a colleague or a family member about what it is you're doing how you plan to um, you know use the show that you're going you're creating to to uh, you know fund your lifestyle I guess to to keep the podcast continuously going and he's got some messages uh, attached to that what I can do though is something uh, else that he's been doing unique, which is uh, a I'm, he might have coined this term from what I can tell. It's called uh, his approach to advertising, which is called satvertising. So uh, I'm just going to go here to a boostergram that I received from the Mere Mortal show about at the start of July, around the 9th. And this is from Floydian Slips. And so he sent 4,567 using Fountain. He says, satvertising, colon, podcasting for value, colon. One idiot's attempt at starting a value for value podcast. Come have a listen. After all, we are all just mere mortals. So what I really like about that is, one, this is actually how I, I found out about this show. So, you know, he not only did he send me uh, Satoshi's, not only did he provide something for my show to talk about, but he's also given me more content here to, to be able to to go into. So, uh, you know, the, the satvertising has certainly worked in this case and I, I really appreciate that. And I've seen him and, and uh, noticed that he's been doing it on other shows and it seems to be working relatively well for him when he was doing it a bit more in a spammy way, as he, as he was saying. Uh, he noticed the numbers on his show increasing and when he you know, got a little bit sick of that and wanted to let it rest for a bit, he noticed them decreasing. So it actually works. Now, you know, the the thing is also doing it in a way which is not overly spammy. I actually kind of like this one. You know, he he had the the core aspect of his his show, but then he also threw in a reference to my show at the end. So I know it's not just a random bot creating this. It's like he actually spent the time to to listen to understand a little bit about what the mere models is and 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 whatnot so that's a, a really cool little thing if you want to try it out for yourself uh, satvertising you know sending in a boostergram to other people's shows where you know they read it out 
that's a perfectly fine way of of sort of highlighting your own show and um from what i can tell most people seem to enjoy reading it out as well so that's a beautiful little unique thing that he has he's been doing i'm going to get now onto one of my favorite parts which is the boostergram lounge welcome to the value for value boostergram lounge Alrighty, so Josh was talking about receiving a record number of boostergrams, and although this isn't a record, it is nice to see that this is pumping up for me. So, yo yo, coming in hot, we have Peter the Slav, who sends through eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty using Fountain, and he says Kyle Haber is one talented mofo. I hundred percent agree with that. He's got some mad skills, and those not only mad skills in creating the the different unique voices, but almost scripting it for himself you know that's that's creativity right there that is uh pure, you know pure creativity uh very very cool got uh none other than Kyle Haber himself and this is kind of a fun one because he sent this through using Breeze which is a uh, an app which is I'd say pretty good for his sort of show nice and short shows the images really clearly for his chapter art and uh, yeah that's a it's a nice place to watch his show his type of show um, and he says, thanks for the plug, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Hey, no worries, my friend. Thank you. And then he sends another 3,750, this time using Fountain. And he says, just cause. Hey, um, I appreciate boosts like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, another one here. This is 825 uh, using Fountain. And this is Cole McCormick one. And he says, listen to my show, America Plus, uh, which is all capitalized. Uh, I will I will be known for giving the most satoshis to my audience end of each month. Next is July thirty first. I give the listener two thousand sats and will increase that amount every month for twelve months. Okay, cool, man. Uh, I have said before previously, if you want me to check out your show, send me a boostergram, and he's done so. So that is a little sneak peek for what'll be coming on next week. We have none other than James Cridland. Uh, so if you listen to Podcasting two point you'll know his name, host of Podland and Pod News. And he sent through 188 sats through Fountain. Thank you very much, James. It says, fun to hear. Interesting way to analyze this area. Thanks, neighbor. And he says that because he's also from Brisbane. My friend, my pleasure. And uh, yeah, if you want to know about podcasting in general, the podcasting news, he's sort of like a journalist, uh, podcaster, reporter. That's uh, a good place to go. Podland or Pod News. Uh, Pod News is the sort of shorter five-minute ones that he does daily during the week. So... Highly recommended. He's also been on the Mere Mortals. I, I had him on there. So if you want a conversation with him, um, check out that. Uh, uh, geez, when it would have been? Would have been around the 30, 40, 50. <laughs> Super unhelpful there, Kyron. Uh, yeah, no worries. And then finally, coming in in the rear, we have three sats from uh, Co Radical or Cora Dical. I'm not sure how they want to say it. And they say, it's nice to hear. Hey, thank you, my friend. Um, very much appreciated. I'll take any sats you want to send my way. And so that's it for running out our Boostergram Lounge. Thank you, everyone who contributed. Uh, much, Very much appreciated. Helps me to continue what I'm doing and, uh, you know, sending these sats on to other people, which I very much enjoy, like I did for uh, Josh's show, Podcasting for Value. My... Little suggestion highlight for this week. Uh, I'm just going to say check out the uh, conversation I did with James Cridlin. I think that's a, a, a fun one to learn about 
the sort of podcasting industry if you're getting into into it interested in it if you which you might be if you're uh, curious about this show and and wanting to to learn more i think that's a a decent episode to start off the link will be in the chapter images around this section here as well as the the little picture of of james and uh, of that conversation and yeah check that out let me know what you think of that that's the uh, my show main show the mere mortal show and yeah if you enjoy that send me a boostergram let me letting me know how much you did or didn't enjoy it or how to improve it any of those things are very much appreciated other than that i really do hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world karen out <laughs>